So when you get clear about your why, everything else kind of falls into place as to why you should start a podcast. But the goal of starting a podcast is to reach an audience you're not currently reaching. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason J. Lou Lewis. And today I'm excited because you're listening to a podcast right now. And we're going to dive in how you can start or improve your podcast. So if you're looking to get your content out there as a real estate expert in whatever field or sector you are, podcasts are a great option to do that. And today we have Sebastian Rusk, who essentially what he says, he's a digital storyteller and podcast launch specialist. So digital storyteller. Sebastian, jump in. Let's let's hear about what that entails. That's very intriguing. What's up, dude? Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's a pod. And if anyone who is also listening just through iTunes or such, uh, if you do log in and watch the video. He has a, an awesome uh, t-shirt that I wish you guys could, could see. It's, it's very uh, intriguing as well, but uh, uh, we got to tell him what it says. All right. Hey, what, you, you tell us what, what's, what's, what's the podcast and, and or the t-shirt and, and why, why are you wearing that today? Sure. So I, I, I coined the whole sucks thing uh, back when I wrote my first book about four years ago called social media sucks if you don't know what you're doing. So I figured I would continue that with my second book that I begin, I'm going to begin writing next week, actually, uh, called so, uh, Podcast Suck, if you don't have one. So I wear these shirts around as I travel and uh, speaking engagements. I emcee a lot of events, et cetera. And when I'm not on stage and I'm at you know hallways or catching flights, et cetera, this is a conversation piece. And people are like, what do you mean podcast suck? You're the pod- oh, if you don't have one. <laughs> I want to start my own podcast. And it really kind of leads into a conversation starter. Some people think it's a negative context, but when they see the subtext, it's like, oh, that makes sense. So I've got a very over-the-top, in-your-face, unapologetic type of personality. So for me to be able to say, hey, listen, podcasts suck, if you don't have one, kind of fits my personality. So that's where it all came from. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I'm guessing that when you said that social media sucks, if you're not good at it, that podcasts suck if you're not good at it as well. So sure. hopefully you, know, if you, you don't can know give- what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So, so social media sucks if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah, podcasting sucks if you don't know what you're doing too. I just wanted to use a new tagline, even though that would have sure. been completely relevant. In fact, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all up for discussion uh, as I begin the first draft uh, this, this weekend. So we shall see. I'm actually rewriting the book. I, I originally was going to do a, like a glorified pamphlet, uh, which is a small little tiny book. And I'm like, nah, I got more to talk about. So I'll call an audible and here we go. We're going to write another 35,000 words. I don't even read books. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So let's take us back to the beginning. And we normally ask guests, uh, tell us about your first real estate deal, but let's dive into I was 24 years old. I lived in Southern California, Tustin, California, and I had just quit my job, became an entrepreneur, was getting in the mortgage business with the rest of the people. And as I'm in the mortgage business and I'm calling people and I'm helping them out with mortgages, I'm like, gosh, it's not that hard to buy a house. So I actually went, placed an offer on a house for 359000 bought the house, stayed in it a year and a half, refied a couple times. I was 25, pulled out some cash and then sold it for half a million. That's my first real estate deal. Well, that's a very successful one right there. It sounds, <laughs> sounds, you made it sound really simple. You just quickly bought something and made it, and did some things and made a bunch of money. So, oh, yeah. uh, if, if only uh, everyone could could make it that simple and and pull out one hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars equity tax free right. since it was your owner, Ox. So, 
Um, well, I had, I had actually, I, I got, I had a kid young at 21. So I tried to marry the mom and like, hey, let's see if we can make it work at that time. And it didn't work out and we ended up splitting. So I filed for divorce one week and opened up escrow the next week. People told me I was crazy, but I pulled it off. Uh, well, there you go. That's, that's creative uh, real estate transaction right there. Absolutely. So. And I'm getting ready to buy again this year. I haven't bought since then. That was 2005. So now I'm back in, in, in uh, South Florida here. I'm, I'm on the market for a, uh, a duplex. All right. Well, when this goes live, just be prepared for every single real estate uh, agent in your, in your market to be pinging you saying, hey, my, I my, heard that you're open uh, for a house. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, my, my general counsel is a real estate attorney and a title company here. And uh, my best friend of 35 years is a realtor. So that job has been filled. All right. Everyone in his submarket, just give him a breather, try to take some value away from today. And, uh, and it sounds like he's good to go. But now let's dive into podcast. Uh, and, it, you know, we can dive in a little bit if later on the social, in the social media aspect, but mainly the podcast. So it's, it's one of the hottest things that's coming about, sure. um, both for real estate people to add value and get their content out and give back to the real estate community and people that are wanting to get into it. Um, so tell us how to get started. Why? I, let's, let's go with the question of why a podcast, if you're in the real estate or an entrepreneur, entrepreneur in general, why a podcast? Well, I think you need to start with what is your why for wanting to start a podcast? That's the first thing I have a conversation with, with any person. I'll talk to anybody for 15 minutes about their podcast. And we do that here at the podcast launch lab. And the first question is, why do you want to start a podcast? Well, I think it'd be cool to sit around with all my girlfriends and drink some wine and hang out or all my buddies and watch the game and just record it because it's really funny. Well, you think it's funny, but will the listener think it's funny? That's the conversation to have. Um, so a lot of people have a lot of stupid ideas for podcasts and it's my job to help them kind of better understand that the idea mm, could be better if, if we're looking from a positive aspect. So getting clear on why you want to start a podcast is, is more important than why you should start a podcast. Why you should start a podcast is because you're able to take your real estate firm and turn it into a media company, just as if you started a YouTube channel or a pot, having a podcast allows you to become a media company as a real estate brokerage firm. Sebastian, what does that mean? Well, that means that you've got a podcast, you've got a YouTube channel, you've got content that you're producing that is media content, audio, video, et cetera, and you're pushing it out to a community. And as that community continues to grow, well, the show continues to grow. And as the show and community continue to grow, that attracts people that would be willing to invest in the show as far as a sponsorship is concerned, as far as advertisers are concerned. So there's, there, you know, there's several different facets on figuring out why you would want to start a podcast. But I think more importantly, it's looking at it's, it's looking at being able to say, wait a second. Um, if I start, if I, if I start a podcast now and become a media company, I've already, I'm already monetizing my company as a, as a real estate company. Wow. Additional revenue that pays for the cost of the podcast that pays for additional equipment for the podcast that puts a couple bucks in our pocket, eventually down the road. This is not, let's start a podcast right out of the gates just to make money. This is eventual micro macro, right? Macro eventually going to monetize the show. For Micro, sure. we're starting the show because we have a message to share. We have a story to share that we need to get out because it provides so much massive value to the world that it's going to help people's mindset shift. It's going to change people's minds for the better. It's going to improve their lives overall because our content is valuable and so is my story. So when you get clear about your why, everything else kind of falls into place as to why you should start a podcast. But the goal of starting a podcast is to reach an audience you're not currently reaching, audio, and then grow that audience 
to wherever you choose to, to, to do so and then figure out a way to monetize that. And once you've done that, you've become a media company essentially as a real estate company. Does that make sense? For sure. And I hear a lot of people are branding themselves as real estate marketing company or real estate marketing experts versus real estate brokers. They're saying, my job is to market your real estate. So we are not a real estate brokerage company. We are a marketing company. It sounds like you can even add another layer to that to say, we are a real estate media company. So when they go to that listing or try to raise capital or whatever that is, they can be, we're a broker, we're a uh, marketer, and we also are a media company. Here's the three ways that we differentiate ourselves uh, through those. So it sounds like this is just another avenue of of differentiating yourself. I, I don't know that if I was a real estate professional, I would start a podcast about real estate though. Real estate's very yeah. aesthetically appealing. I got, I, yeah. I want to see it. I want to, I want to sure. view it. I want to, I, you know, we, I, we, we, um, we had a student here in the podcast launch earlier this year, had the idea to start a podcast, want to talk about success and motivation and, you know, the daily grind, et cetera. But he wanted to do the podcast interviews at, well, my idea was to do the podcast episodes on, uh, in, 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 inside one of his listings. <laughs> there we go. So it'd be a video podcast. Just set up an iPhone, mic it up, sit in the kitchen yeah. or a nice area of the house and have a conversation. Put the video on YouTube, take the audio, upload it and direct people to YouTube if they want to see the house. That was the closest I've come to like a real estate podcast because you got to look at it. How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you position yourself as an as a, as a authority within the real estate space while creating content like a podcast, but not talking about um, a, not talking about properties or the market or specific things. Not to say there's not, there's not room for that. I think there would be, but like what, what, what's in it for the listener when we're just talking about what the market update currently is or what listings, again, I'm, my mind doesn't go very far when I think real estate and podcast, it goes a lot further when I think I'm, I'm a licensed real estate agent and I have a podcast about football because I'm obsessed with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the show is sponsored by my real estate firm. I'm obsessed with, um, whatever the interest may be a book club or whatever it might be. It's always about finding something that complements what you're doing. You and I talked before the show started about a campaign. We got running with a local client here. We ended up dropping pizzas and donuts off to local businesses and they do a video every single day and they say, Hey, our, we're going here to drop this off and thanks so much. And it's called what if Miami and they're a title company. So everybody knows Coral Gables title and escrow as what if Miami dropping pizzas off during COVID? Do you understand how that works? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the idea of the goal, to be able to, to, to have my client become that face. People are now, because of the videos we're pushing out, people now call and say, hey, can we pay for the pizza and you deliver it and include us in the video, right? And then next thing you know, that's a great way to remain top of mind. Now, they're a pretty popular title company and they do several transactions on a monthly basis. Very, very well known in a great area of Miami here. So business is not hard to come by by any means at all, but a lot more business continues to come in and relationships being built because of the fact like, hey, I saw your video. Hey, I saw what you were doing over at Mercy Hospital with the donuts that has nothing to do with a real estate closing. People remember that stuff. So it's very important to find something that you're passionate about that you can speak to um, extensively that will complement your brand. And, you know, Real estate is a very common, um, you know, part of life, both commercial and residential. It is the single, for most people, the single largest transaction, financial transaction they will ever make in their entire life. It's a delicate process, right? So they want to feel comfortable. They're, 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 that's the job of the agent. 
other broker, et cetera, being able to have content that people can consume when they first engage and initiate a relationship with you is very, very powerful. Hey, go check out my YouTube channel. Instead of go check out my website and listen to all the, the reviews that I have on there, et cetera, uh, go check out my podcast. Go check out my YouTube channel. And here's what we're up to. We talk about you know this, that, and the other. Oh, I love this, that, and the other. That's totally great. You and I are going to get along great. You know, that type deal. Yeah, interesting. People do business, especially in the real estate world with people they know, like, and trust. So oh, I think that's outside real estate. That's the world. No, yes. like, and trust. I mean, that's yes. the goal, but you, you, it, you get that much closer to being known, liked, and trust, uh, trusted by having, by being a trusted source with content where it's like, wow, I, I didn't even know this guy, but have you seen his YouTube videos? Totally awesome. The guy's energy's through the roof. I think this is our guy. Let's go meet with him. Yeah. And, and, and you're saying to the people listening, maybe thinking about podcasts that to think outside the box and get creative with it, not being just the about real estate or about right. whatever industry, if you're on something else, find that something that you're, you're passionate about. So exactly. whether here yeah. in, we're in Denver, so whether that's hiking or skiing or outdoors or camping or whatever Perfect. that might be. So, right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, Hey, listen, I live in Colorado. I was born and raised here. I love it here. And in the summertime we get out and explore parks and I want to have a conversation about parks. And I was on a podcast earlier this morning and uh, the guy was like, side note, he's like, Oh, I have another podcast too. It's about baseball history. And I thought, very cool. Yeah. Very, very niche. It really, really is. But you know what? There's somebody out there that wants to hear what you're talking about. It has the same interest in what you're interested in. You just happen to be a real estate broker or just happen to be a real estate agent. I mean, I can see it. If you're listening to this right now and you're driving down the road or you're at the gym or you're about to sleep, fall asleep, or you're in the office and you're listening to this as a real estate professional and you're telling yourself, gosh, this all sounds great. I totally need to start a podcast. I mean, most realtors are overachievers. So when you hear that, it's like, I want to start a podcast. If you're trying to figure out what that all looks like, that's that's when you have to sit down and kind of map things out. But if you're thinking about trying to like, you know, I really want to start a podcast. I just don't know what will my, like, what would my thing be outside, you know, of real estate? I, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with you about that because my gift is my crazy ideas. So I can take any real, I say I take realtors, attorneys, and I make them cool. Cooler, excuse cool. me. <laughs> hey, hey, now I, I'm pretty cool. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, well, I like it. Let's let's do before we go. Take a quick uh, break and then jump into the final five. What's the th- top three ways that someone after they have their why? What's the three best ways for them to get started or the next process? And there's a platform called Anchor that Spotify just bought. They have an app. It's called Anchor.fm, or you can go to the website, Anchor.fm. It's 100% free. Okay. Realtors love free. Okay. So Anchor.fm, download the app and you can record a podcast, record an intro, add transitions, produce the podcast, promote the podcast, monetize the podcast, market the podcast, publish the podcast, get it in iTunes, Spotify, distributed, all within the Anchor platform today. So evaluate what your level of commitment is for actually really wanting to do this. Like if you really want to do this, download the anchor app and you know, sketch out you know, an episode or two and record it and see how it feels. That would be like the initial process to like, make sure that, Whoa, I got into it, but it's not really what I want to do. Now, I always suggest to stay away from like the whole legwork of and do what you do best, which is just record the podcast episode and then go to fiverr.com or you know, find an audio editor that will edit the podcast episode for you and, and get it uploaded. But the first, first things first is what's the show name going to be? What type of show is it going to be? Is it going to be an interview series? Is it going to be a talking head? What are we going to talk about? Okay, cool. Now that we've got all that, let's start mapping out episodes one, two, and three and taking out a clean sheet of paper and at the top of the page writing 
episode number, episode title, three key points, and then notes below that and any relevant links that you're going to mention. Because those show notes, that run of show, as we call it, that you're putting together and you're writing on a piece of paper becomes your show notes and they act as a guide for the episode. So you're not just talking into, you know, out of the blue, out of, you know, random thoughts, which a lot of people think they can pull off and they cannot. Being able to hold your own with just one person doing a podcast, very difficult to do. That's why most podcasts are an interview series because people want to hear more of the content. But once you've mapped, once you figured out your name, what kind of show it's going to be, most of them are interview series, totally cool. Find out who your guest is going to be and start mapping those out and then just press the record button and start recording. All you need, you don't need fancy equipment. You don't need a studio. You don't need any of that. You need your closet. You need an iPhone and you need uh, the headphones that come with the iPhone, the quartered ones. If you have an Android, you're on your own. So, um, but it, it doesn't have to be an overcomplicated process. And record two or three episodes. See how it feels and see if, you know what, I can keep up with my level of commitment. I really like this a lot and I think this is my next move. But first things first is to create the show and then use Anchor. It's just easier. The alternative would be to open up GarageBand or Audacity and hit record and record it raw and then figure out how to edit it and chop it up and actually turn it into a podcast episode and then upload it to a website like Anchor that acts as your website host too. Great. Sounds like consistency is also key. If you're going to do it. Major key. Do it routinely and regularly. Correct. Well, great. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back, get on the final five with Sebastian Russell. Hey, it's Adam Adams, and I am thrilled and excited to announce the launch of my brand new, brand new YouTube channel. So I don't know if you like YouTube or not, if you watch YouTube or not, but if you do, head over and please subscribe to the Apartment Investing Show. This YouTube channel is 100% about apartments only. If you're looking to fix and flip, not the right show for you. If you're looking to invest in hotels, not the right show for you. This is the apartment investing show. And I mean the apartment investing show. And I'm thrilled and excited about it. If you can, do me a giant favor. Run over there right now if you're a YouTube watcher and find the apartment investing show. Please give me a rating and a review. Like give us a thumbs up and subscribe. Click that bell. We're going to be pushing out some amazing content on the YouTube channel. So if you are looking to scale and grow and get into apartments, whether it's syndication or just owning these on your own, the Apartment Investing Show is the right show for you. Go look for the Apartment Investing Show on YouTube right now, and I'll see you there. Welcome back. We have Sebastian Rusk with us today, and we're going to dive right in to the final five Sebastian, tell us about your most creative real estate deal. My most creative real estate deal. I think I told you about it at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Getting divorced yeah. and opening up escrow in the same week. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, where do you see the real estate market or in your case, the, the marketing, real estate marketing in five years and where do you see yourself? I think that um, there's going to be a lot of less agents hitting the streets, walking people through houses because... Uh, I can pick up my phone, open up an app, see the entire house. And when I'm really to make a close decision, then I'll go meet somebody over there to go see it. So I think there'll be a lot real, a lot less realtors, you know, hitting the streets to, to, with people because technology shows up and it's just unbelievable. I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, but as far as the marketing is concerned, I think that, you know, that there's a lot of noise in the, there's 47, 48,000 real estate agents in Florida, I think something like that. That's a lot of people. So there's a lot of noise. 
So you have to figure out a very creative way to get above that noise other than here's my listings, 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 here's my listings. So I think that's going to change a lot. The, the, the noise is going to be lessened because the creativity, we're very creative people um, just as human beings. So to be able to figure out what, you know, what is next with that. But I think being able to communicate more effectively through technology, less friction through the real estate transaction process and being able to literally open up, you know, turn on your TV in your living room because they all come with a webcam, kind of scary, and meet with your agent right there at your kitchen table and do a virtual closing where nobody really has to, you know, go anywhere. Imagine that. Again, just a prediction I have. Technology is going to continue to improve what, what's happening within the space for sure. And as far as the market is concerned, I, I believe we're in the process of it, of it adjusting um, pretty aggressively right now uh, through this whole COVID thing. So it'd be exciting to see where it goes. I don't foresee it bouncing right back up after all this COVID stuff, but I definitely think it's going to adjust accordingly, which is going to shift. And I think that's already happened, shift the, you know, the, the seller's market to the buyer's market. And I'm speaking completely out of turn. Completely. No. That's, that's great. So what's a book that you can share that you, you've read or, or uh, have heard about that would be great for someone, maybe even a podcast book? Sure. So above and beyond mine, when it'll come out later this year, uh, a, good, a good friend of mine, mentor of mine, a guy by the name of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, I met about 12 years ago and uh, just been a special person in my life. And I met him because I read his first book, not because I bought it, but because I was so broke that the guy that called me to tell me about Gary in 2009 had an Audible account and he literally gave me his username and password so that I could download the book onto my iPod not to be confused with iPad. I read that book and uh, listened to the audio version because Gary reads it. My antennas went up and uh, the rest is history. So I would say Gary's, any of Gary V's books, he's got five in his collection so far, but that very first book was Crush It. Um, and uh, his most recent one is Crushing It, which is a follow-up eight years later. But it truly is a, a, a blueprint of how to create content and build a brand. It's Crush It, now is the time to cash in on your passion. And my goodness, he wrote that in 2009. Here we are, 11 years later. I believe everything that he said in that book, short of the platforms that may not be around anymore, still completely relevant. That's great. I have a few over here and in my library, the Gary Vee books. Uh, and I met him seven, eight years ago. And he, he is interesting guy. You love him or you hate him. So I think that's uh, that's a key to a lot of success nowadays. You, sure. you attract the people that really love you and you detract the people that uh, aren't a fan. So, sure. um, and then how do you kind of give back to the real estate community or to others? Well, right now we're in the process of, uh, well, we're in the midst of this whole self-quarantine and everyone's home right now. So except essential, essential uh, workers and uh, going to, a real estate title company that we work with who was also my my attorney and a dear dear friend of mine and we create content anyway so we decided to uh, within this space figure out something to do to serve essential uh, workers so we've teamed up with a local pizza shop local donut shop local ice cream shop and we get the food in bulk on a deal and then we bring a, you know, a sponsor to pick up the tab and then we drop the, the food off to ERs and essential workers all around town this is one example that's happening right now in the middle of a pandemic above and beyond that um, every year uh, they do a fundraiser for uh, when a new Star Wars movie drops. And then all those funds go to uh, the Miami Cancer Institute each year. So everybody shows up, buys a premium ticket to see a show at a real nice theater here. We have food and whatnot, watch Star Wars and uh, you know, raise 15, 20 grand for the Miami Cancer Institute. So by default, that's my, my, uh, my association with giving back within the real estate community. That's great. 
Last question to wrap up is what's the one way? I know you probably have a, a bunch of different, different social media accounts and stuff, but what's the best way if someone wants to reach out to you and, and pick your brain on podcast? LinkedIn. Okay. And, LinkedIn. Uh, and you just search for me by name, Sebastian Rusk. I'm sure there'll be a link in the show notes. Yep. Yeah. Show notes down below. So if you're driving, feel free to scan, uh, scroll through and then exactly. be able to click that and we'll take you right to his LinkedIn and you can connect sure. up. Yep. And, and I'd also, uh, and if you, if you want to schedule a call to chat with me, you can do that at podcastlaunchlab.com forward slash call. That's great. And, well, uh, we're, we're going to need to wrap up. I know uh, here in a few minutes, you're going to go deliver a bunch of pizza to a lot, a lot of people that are doing a lot of good in your community and, yes. and we'll let you get back to that. But it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm excited to see what uh, people come up with their podcasts and, and the, their kind of big why, why they're starting it. So it'll be very interesting to see what comes about from this in the next few months with our uh, listeners. So Sebastian, I appreciate it. And uh, as we always like to end, um, we'll see you on the next time. But always be thinking outside the box. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Creative Real Estate Podcast. Jason Lewis and myself, Adam Adams, are grateful to have you as a loyal listener. And I do have one quick favor to ask is if you are looking for apartment investing, then go to apartmentinvestingshow.com. That is the brand new YouTube channel that I just launched. Brand new YouTube channel. Uh, again, this is only for apartment investing. That's all we talk about there. It is the Apartment Investing Show, and you can find it by going to apartmentinvestingshow.com. <laughs>